Chapter 32 The Crystal Palace To ascend is something like dying. Give up who you think you are to realize what we have become, spoke a woman's voice. Burning through the inferno, the last layer of who I thought I was dissolved, and now there was nothing. We offer ourselves to the light, the true teacher within and without, and when we let go of who we think we are, only then can we rise to the surface and shine brilliantly like the source itself. After being torn apart by Brother Fire, it took the weight of my identity, and now I could imitate the wind. I was one with the vapor of the clouds and the breath of every body. My spirit found its way into whatever form I imagined. This was the definition of emptiness, the absolute peak of potential, and for so long I had been hanging on for dear life. But the harder I tried to hold it, the heavier it became, until the fire awakened me to this truth. Heaven was at the very center of my soul. A bowl of sound reverberated through the empty space, offering fresh energy required to carry my soul. There was no cost to harness this vigor, and there were no conditions as to how much I could consume. Rather, all this energy was free. There was no more pain, since all the suffering was gone and the fire had taken off the layers of whom I had no business clinging to. Even if I wanted to grab hold of something, or grasp the idea of who I thought I was, there was nothing to hang on to, since there was nowhere to stand. All that fear had gone missing, and the only thing left was absolute potential. Ever-present, this was it, and now a translucent priestess ran her hands across gentle chimes like a gust of breath passing through me. I could feel her, from all sides, gazing upon all of her infinity. She was hidden yet wholesome, together and alone. She was everything I remembered the goddess to be, yet she was impossible to be known. Am I dead? You are changing, said the father. Now it was the father who remained unseen. Looking up for him, I peered off into the emptiness as the space continued on forever. There I noticed a plaid blanket woven of fine silk threads covering the entire universe. Focusing in on those threads, I saw pages of every prayer, and these prayers were connected to the Father's blanket like pristine prayer flags for all to see. Every concern of suffering, every appeal, every desire, and everything ever uttered in God's name was remembered and gathered for the mother and father to see. What is this change? Slow and gentle, the mother raised me up in the warmth as she cradled my tender soul. You're beginning to see how it all is, she said. See what? Her truth, my father replied. A purple hue danced through the heat no different than the auras of the northern lights. Then I realized that this purple glow sprouted from the very center of my sight. Oh, how silly I was to want to carry a body with me. But there was no need for it here. Union with intuition, welcome home to the all-seeing eye, said the High Priestess. Droplets of light were pulled into the aura of the High Priestess, crafting a visionary form. As soon as she moved, the light scattered, only to flock to her essence and regroup moments later. Now the High Priestess revealed the small wooden stick circling a crystal singing bowl. I ascended higher as I realized that through the transformational power of Brother Fire, 
travel anywhere within the spirit of life. This energetic vibration was like a thread woven through all our ancestors. Each thread of our spirit resides in a separate vehicle, which is connected to the greater vehicle of our universe. This space is the emptiness I was trying to teach you about. The High Priestess took me into a secret cavern where the only invasive species were gems and crystals blossoming around a throne. This crystal palace was all hers, and here I could see all that ever was and all that ever will be. Every gem revealed the past, present, and future. Your palace? Not mine. This temple is ours, said the High Priestess. Two giant pillars seemed to be holding up the entire universe and as I went with her, she escorted me through the translucent space when she led me to a tranquil pond of gentle energy. I could see all aspects of creation below. The universe. The jewel. Your father and I created it out of love for you, she said. All the fragments of the cosmos, galaxies, novas, and planets were scattered across a cosmic altar under the layer of this pond. There was no movement at all, all of creation waited still. I peeked through the crystal layer to see why this was so. I even looked into a crystal ball, but not even the fortune-telling gems could explain it. Puzzled, I tilted my aura at the Divine Mother when she began to giggle. Don't tell me you can't remember, she said. What's going on here? Why isn't anything moving down there? The universe is a jewel at the center of the lotus in the cavern of my heart. Om Mani Bidme Om, said the goddess of intuition. She took me in her arms and immersed me beneath the first layer of the cosmic pond. Luminosity, clarity, freedom, it was all here waiting on the altar, ready to be pieced together as we hovered above it. You have answered the call. You have risen to new heights. This is the path of the sacred warrior who dared to discover the third eye's gift of eternal sight, said the purple goddess. Well, come on. Don't you want to play with it? Aren't you curious about the universe? She spoke through me, but I wasn't even sure what I was. Surrendered beauty hovered in front of me while I waited inside the eternal jewel. The mind was not in motion. It was so precious and so perfect that I could wait. There was nothing to do and there was nowhere to go until its cosmic construction was completed. All the pieces seemed so complex as they lay scattered on the cosmic altar. Looking at the building blocks of life, a great wonder came upon me when I realized I was watching the universe come together. Om So Hum, she spoke. Om So Hum. You are the universe, my dear. I looked above the layer we descended into, but there above, I saw the exact same vision replicated, and we were perfectly in the middle of both sides. Her throne was a grand mirror with the universe perfectly reflected on both planes. The south pole was the bottom of the pentacle, and the north pole was its top side. As above, so below. As above, so below, repeated the goddess of the third eye. This is the principle of correspondence. Every ray of light stemmed from the stars like tiny diamonds waiting to be selected from the cosmic altar. Each planet was a precious gem waiting to find its home. The whole universe appeared like a board game ready to be cast into motion. A great drama was being produced, 
yet all its simple pieces were one thriving organism waiting to be sewn together by the power of the Holy Spirit. But how? How does it come to life? Through love and through us, said the High Priestess. We are the way in which the energy of our awareness comes to life. When awareness enters into the vehicle of a separate body, our spirit carries that light. It was beyond all comprehension. And how could a solution exist among such a vast paradox? And what was timed the living? The whole cosmic puzzle was paused as if the solution might not be the paradox. Or was the paradox a question? And somehow it barely mattered because everything was pure and still waiting together as one. Although we may find ourselves separate from the original source, all sources come back into one as a consequence of existence. The law of correspondence resonates between all planes and into every sphere of totality. The macrocosm is the microcosm, said the High Priestess. We're it. We are one. Gazing upon the magnificence of this jewel of life, I still did not quite know how it happened, but the goddess of intuition waited beside me for a thousand years while I studied each of its various pieces waiting upon the cosmic altar. I was right here between everything below and everything above. There I sensed a magnificent force holding it all together. This blanket was like a force of gravity, and it pulled everything back towards the center of unending love. This precious blanket had been stitched with fine silk threads into a plaid pattern covering the entire universe. And somehow all I could do was gaze upon the altar for another 10,000 years in wonder and awe at how the various forms of energy came together to form mass, which all originated from the emptiness. After all the time waiting, I spoke. What is above is like what is below, and what is below is the same as what is above. Together it sanctions the wonders of one true being. She nodded and smiled. Do you wish to see how it comes to life? Asked the High Priestess. Life, of course, my High Priestess. Can you show me? The truth is hidden in the threads, in the form of emerald tablets, the Yoga Sutras, while others call them the commandments. But these are the eternal threads of our truth, said the Purple Goddess. Before we reveal the holy threads, before I tell you the truth of life as it appears to be, Tell me your version, dear child. O oh, infant of the light, what is it that you see? Asked the High Priestess. Contemplating upon the cosmos, I adored the precious jewel under the Father's mystical blanket when I allowed the words to flow through me. None of these words were mine. This whole story didn't belong to me, but rather it was ours together. All these words were stolen, and I was simply stating what someone had conjured long before I had arrived upon this truth. These gems are always circling her, tumbling under his ocean waves. They've gazed upon her starlit face and danced the night of his moon tides away. These precious gems are echoing her name. In his deep rock veins they chant and tell. For in order to understand heaven, one must first pass through the purification of hell. All stones everywhere are her song, starting in the blessed darkness of the mother's womb. This truth is wrapped under the Eternal Father's blanket before we transcend through the spirit of Brother Fire's fumes. She wears his universe around her body, an ancient sacral gown of a precious jewel. And only when we remember this holy sight can we awaken, for above all, 
Love is the universe's only rule. Gazing into the eyes of the High Priestess, I watched in astonishment while she pulled a single thread out from the Father's blanket. With her other hand, she reached onto the cosmic altar and selected a gem. Wrapping the thread around the jewel, she tied it tight when the truth came clear as she began to build the universe from the Father's threads. O Goddess of all wisdom, I am now worthy of thee, but if you tell me your name, I will honor the woman from which all beings see. And so the Goddess spoke. Think of me as the purple one, but know me as the breath within the wind. I am the source from which all beings exist. I am the place where the universe ends and begins. With a crystal in her hand, she pinned the gem in the vastness of the empty cosmos upon the wheel of life for all to see. This is the emptiness of Aries, the goddess spoke. And the reason we created the universe was so all beings could discover what it means to be free.